You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Good morning listeners. Welcome to Top of the Morning by Mint, your weekday newscast that brings you five major stories from the world of business. It's Thursday, February 22nd, 2024. My name is Nelson John. Let's get started. Top of the Morning by Mint. Indian markets broke their 6-day winning streak on Wednesday. Benchmark indices Sensex and Nifty closed in the red. Sensex bared its gain towards the end of the session to close down 0.59%. By the end of the day, Nifty was 0.64% in the red. Barring Realty, PSU Bank, Metal and FMCG, all major indices closed in red. India's public sector undertakings or PSU stocks are having that time in the sun. Over the last fiscal year, the BSE PSU index's returns doubled, humbling the Sensex with its modest 24%. The re-rating of these stocks, backed by earnings, rule out the possibility of the rally being a bubble. So, why have PSU stocks risen sharply? Which stocks have driven the rally and what are the risks? Mint's market correspondent, Rams Hagel, may have the answers. One possible reason, mutual funds and retail investors on the secondary market have stepped up buying. Mutual fund holdings in PSU shares rose from 12.57 trillion at the end of June to 12.94 trillion by January's end. An increase of 370 billion shares over 7 months. When was the last time you actually visited a McDonald's or a Domino's outlet to satisfy your fast food cravings? With online food delivery becoming the norm across cities, fast food outlets are struggling to increase footfall at their restaurants. Fast food chains have now decided to lure in customers by raining discounts, either by slashing existing prices or by introducing new value meal combos. Take Westlife Food World for instance. The company that runs McDonald's restaurants in the west and south regions has chopped the prices of McAlu Tikki and McVeggie by half. Domino's isn't behind on this strategy either. The pizza chain is strategizing to launch special value meals for dine-in customers only. Samir Khetrapal, MD and CEO of Domino's's operator Jubilant Foodworks, told Mint's consumer goods reporter Sunera Tandon that the company wants to pass more value to the customers. On Wednesday, McDonald's's operator Westlife launched a McSaver meal for just 99 rupees in Gujarat, Madhya Pradesh and Chhattisgarh. Employees of the India Inc may have to make do with a smaller increase in their salaries this year. The average hikes expected to be rolled out by Indian corporates is expected to be around 9.5%. This is already lower than last year's average of 9.7%. According to a report by consulting firm Aon, these numbers underscore global economic challenges and tempering of hiring sentiments. Mint's career correspondent Devina Saint Gupta writes on the Aon report titled Annual Salary Increase and Turnover Survey 2023-2024. The report forecasts the manufacturing sector to lead with the highest salary increase at 10.1%, closely followed by life sciences and financial institutions at 9.9%, and global capability centers at 9.8%. 
The survey that studied more than 1400 companies also noted a drop in attrition from more than 21% in 2022 to 18.7% in 2023, signifying a more stable yet competitive job market. It is the digital age. The way we protest is changing. In a world where protests are being fueled by hashtags, India's PSU bank employees have turned to social media to voice their dissent. This marks a departure from traditional unions with clear political affiliations. What attracts the dissenting employees to social media? The anonymity. Take the case that sparked online protest from bank employees. A video from June 2020 showing a cop assaulting a female banker in Surat went viral, catching Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman's attention. This led to the constable's suspension. Spearheading this digital protest is Newton Bank Kumar, an anonymous banker inspired by the film Newton, advocating against the privatization of state-owned banks, demanding better work conditions and a 5-day work week. Countless bank officers are now using social media to spotlight issues affecting employees. Mint's banking correspondent Chayan Ghosh takes a deep dive into the relatively new phenomenon of digital dissent among bank employees. Move over pamphlets and speeches. Digital influencers have arrived, signaling a shift from traditional methods of election campaigning. Political parties are now relying on digital influencers for canvassing. Political parties are now trying to tap into the vote bank that grew up with the internet and smartphones. Ranveer Allahabadia, who also has a channel called Beer Biceps, has more than 7 million subscribers on YouTube. Allahabadia has hosted a slew of union ministers on his podcast over the last few months. These ministers of the BJP include Smriti Irani, Piyush Goyal, Nitin Gadkari, and S Jay Shankar. Opposition leaders like Rahul Gandhi who appeared on Curly Tales a channel with more than 3 million subs are also looking to reach the digital native voters. Mint's Lata Jha spoke to digital media experts like Shrenik Gandhi, co-founder and chief executive officer of White Rivers Media and Prashant Kumar, South Asia CEO of Group M. According to Kumar, the upcoming elections could generate advertising expenditure of 1500 to 2000 crore rupees. of which 55% may find its way to digital media. Do you have any feedback for us? Want to tell us what works and what did not? Let us know by writing to us at feedback@rate-lifemint.com. You may send us your feedback, tips, or anything that you feel we should be covering from your vantage point in the world of business and finance. That's all for today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with a fresh episode of Top of the Morning. Have a nice day. Top of the morning by Mint.